0: Hi, and welcome to my podcast episode, On the Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the third episode into the series called Falling in Love Series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, we are already in the fall months, so I figured we'd keep the theme going with talking about falling in love with our current life situations, people, hobbies, and more. This season will cover the process of what it's like falling in love with something or someone and the growth that stems out of that learning experience. In this episode called Not Love at First Sight, I have one of my good friends, Shanae Garcia, join me. I've known Shanae for more than a year now, and we met through work. I have to say, Shanae is one of the most kindest souls I know. She's selfless, cares for others, and... I absolutely love her relationship with her husband, Andy. When I thought about wanting to have someone share their love story, I immediately thought of Shanae and Andy. Their love story isn't what you would think either. And I was planning out these episodes. I wanted Shanae Garcia, who is joining me today, to speak on her experience of falling in love with a person and your special person, Mm -hmm. Andy. Yes. I'm really excited to hear more of your story, your love story together and yeah, just like that process of, of how you fell in love um, and I know it's not the typical way of, of like meeting someone and then there were sparks flying mm-hmm. the first time around. I know there were other things that I'm sure you're going to go into so yeah. yeah, why don't we start from the beginning? Okay. I
1: first met Andy. Andy when he it was literally like two days after he'd moved to australia he moved out there to study theology and he came with a mutual friend of ours to a birthday brunch that i was throwing for my boyfriend at the time wow yeah so he walks in and i was just like nice my usual self and was like hey of course there's always room at the table for people um so he came in sat down Met like our whole friendship group, but it, that was it. Like, he just was a friend of a friend who was mm-hmm. now living in the city, going to the same church, and yeah, we just had our first meeting, and it was nothing special.
0: So, your meet cute wasn't really a meet cute because they call it meet cute,
1: they do in the movies.
0: And in the movies, they always no, do, it wasn't because you said you had a boyfriend at the time. I did. Now, did Andy make moves? Like, what was the next? Not at all. And
1: he's a really good friend. And we just always seem to like be drawn to each other, not in a, like attraction type of way, but just as human beings. Like I found him really interesting. He was from New York city. I'd wanted to live in New York city since I was 16 years old. So I would always just ask him questions about the city and, He is not a surface level person. If you ever have a conversation with him, you will know that he immediately goes to the source of things and he's like, but how are you? Like he doesn't want to hear, I'm great, how's the weather? He actually wants to know like how you're doing as a person and I hadn't encountered that before. Like so many people just want to have surface conversation. Like, hey, how are you? Great, how was your week? Amazing. Awesome, like they don't push, they don't actually inquire how you actually are. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he would always do that. And so I was just a little bit, A, taken aback, but, two, like, oh, this person actually cares about how I'm doing. Yeah. Like, how I'm really doing. Yeah, so we would see each other, like, serving at church and stuff weekly, and we would have these short little five-minute conversations of, like, hey, how are you? How's your week going? What's been a win? He would always be like, what's your highlight this week? And I really love that, like I'd start preparing it before I'd get there because I knew he'd ask me. Yeah. And I would walk away from those conversations really like happy, uplifted, and then I would see my boyfriend and he would be super jealous about it and he would say, how's your other boyfriend? Like stupid stuff like that. Yeah. But Andy never made a move. He never put me in a position to like be uncomfortable. Yeah. He just was a good friend, like strictly a good friend. And I found out years later, like after we, I think it was even after we got engaged, that he had said to his best friend, I really like that girl. And she's too good to go under-appreciated. To the friend? To the friend. Wow. And I was like, really? And that was like, I stayed in that current relationship for another year and a half.
0: Was it toxic at all or no? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of like manipulation... Like emotionally, I hate saying abusive, but emotionally but it is abusive. Emo- it was emotionally abusive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I feel like I had to dull my shine in that relationship to make him feel good and like the center of attention. Mm. But like we were young and I was in love and I could see the potential in him. But it's not my job to bring it out of him. Yeah. We broke up like six times, got back together. And then for the last one, I was at the wedding of my best friend Mm -hmm. and he just treated me terribly. And I remember like walking outside, I cried for like five seconds and I was like, no, this is it. I'm not letting him ruin any more events for me. Like I stayed home from things because he didn't want to hang out with friends, like wow. all that kind of stuff. I just, I wasn't being my true, authentic, kind, open, fun self, you know? Yeah. After guy like, was just like, nope, you're not ruining any more events for me. Like I'm done. And I went back inside and I had a great time. And I just was like, I'm not taking on your stuff anymore. Like that's your issue. It's not my issue. And yeah, I broke up with him for the sixth time and it stuck, which was really good. Like I just really stuck to my guns. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I think I cried for like two days because we were together for two and a half years. But I was like, all right, I'm good now. And yeah, it was just, I felt like myself again. My friends said like I sparkled again. Wow. And that was really awesome. And Andy didn't swoop in straight away.
0: Okay. All right. So he gave me space. Okay. And he had admitted to your friend saying that he liked you. Mm-hmm. So he gave you your space. Now I just want input here because I, people don't know, but Sine is Australian. Yes. So she's, so when she says <laughs> that Andy is from New York city, mm-hmm. she dreamt of being in New York city. It's cause she's from a different country. That's right. I grew up in the country of Australia. So like I'm country. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm I've learned so many things so far about Australia from you and it's just how country. seasons are switched.
1: Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Like my birthday in November is a summer birthday, so we go to the beach. Well, you wear like a cute summer dress. Here, I'm wearing my puffer jacket that makes me look like a penguin. So, <laughs> adjusting. You still like New York City? <laughs> I love New York City. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. It, uh, it's just cold. Yeah. <laughs> but and it's magical. It is. I do love um, it. Speaking of magical. Yes. So, now, break up. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you're done with this person. Now what? Does Andy finally come in? Like, how did he enter your life? romantically it was new year's eve he
1: had told me like that he was having a hard time with friends and missing home and i had invited him to join a bunch of us for new year's eve and it just was like the worst day for me i got stuck with my ex-boyfriend my phone died i was with people that like i didn't really want to be around my best friend arrived late and she brought Andy and as soon as i saw him i felt immediately bad that i had forgotten that i'd said hey let's hang out together for new years oh and i just like died on the inside cuz i was like he's having a hard time with friends i pretty much stood him up yeah and only by fate did he turn up at the right place oh my gosh like i felt awful and 2 days later i saw him at this cafe by the beach that we used to always go to like everybody in that area goes there it's amazing it's called out of the blue in clovelly if you ever go to australia amazing and he pulled me aside and he goes hey i just wanted to let you know it really sucked what you did the other night like you stood me up not that it was a date just like as friends you knew that i was having a hard time and yeah that just wasn't a fun night for me and i was like i'm so sorry like i didn't mean to all these things were going on he's like it's it's fine like we don't need to talk about it i'm just letting you know how i feel and walked away and i was just like flabbergasted i had not been reprimanded like that since i was a kid and yeah bold Andy. very bold and just straight to the point he wasn't like trying to manipulate me or anything he's just telling me how he felt and he was like okay great i'll see you See you around. See you around. I'm like, okay, okay. cool. Yeah.
0: Great. <laughs>
1: and then February 2nd, I sent him a screenshot from Facebook that had said, you know how it like gives you friendiversary anniversary Yes, things? I remember that. It said happy two year friendiversary to me and Andy. And so I screenshot it and I sent it to him. I was like, happy two years. Not really knowing mm. what that was going to do. And he was like, happy two years. When are we celebrating? Oh, okay. (laughs) And I was like, uh, this weekend? So nervous, like, I'm (laughs) here, okay. He was like, great, Saturday, what time? And I'm thinking, okay, what's a non-committal time? Because I don't know if this is a date. Are we just hanging out? What is happening? So we said 11 a.m. because I had work at 1 p.m. So there was like a window. And... He goes, "Great, I'll pick you up. Amazing. Saturday rolls around. He picks me up promptly, drives us to this breakfast spot where he's got a reservation, and we sit and we talk about like our families, our childhood's, things we hadn't spoken about before, mm-hmm. and we talk the whole time, and it was amazing and then by the time one o'clock was like approaching and I needed to be home i didn't I didn't really want to go home. Right. We just kept talking. Yeah. We just had the best time. And so he dropped me off. Amazing. Like, great. See you later. I went to work on cloud nine. Just like, oh, wow. Like a guy treated me really nicely. Like he, he felt like an adult, you know? Yeah. I think before I had dated a boy and now I'm dating a man.
0: Yeah. And you can see that difference very clearly because you experienced the previous relationship. Yeah.
1: And it was world apart. So I was like, Oh, okay. Well this is exciting. Right. And yeah, we just continued to like, we were texting. He would sometimes drive me home from church. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would come and pick me up from university, like college. I guess you would call it, <laughs> he would pick me up, take me to lunch yeah, and then take me back to school. Okay. So he would take me out to lunch and then bring me back to school. And I tried to just tell myself that we're just hanging out, just like friends, because guys and girls can hang out and it not be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a conservative Christian household and I think there are some things that are ingrained more so in my sister's mind rather than my own like i have a lot of non-christian friends and like everyone at school was basically non-christian so they were like yeah you guys can totally hang out and it not mean anything and i was like yeah totally yeah but then the more i actually spent time with andy i was like oh this isn't just friends hanging
0: out (laughs) (laughs) right do you think it's like the feelings that came in or like the emotion like what was it that made you feel like oh this is more than friendship He
1: worked for my friend's husband. And I don't know if they spoke about me. Andy to this day says that they did not. Um, But she was like, hey, Shez, he likes you. And he's the kind of guy that you don't mess around with. Like, he's a really good human being. Like, don't mess with his heart. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I didn't see it, but maybe you're right. So I was like, Hey, let's have a chat. Never say that to anybody. That feels terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when a boss would be like, Hey, let's have a chat. And you're like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I stupidly said that to him and he was like, <gasps> what's wrong? And I was like, no, like nothing's wrong. We're just going to have a chat. Brow, brow, brow. Liar. <laughs> so we went to get a coffee. I'm using quotation marks at 5 PM coffee shops close in australia at like 3 p.m you can't get a coffee after three so he goes yeah totally we're gonna get a coffee at 5 p.m like something is up with you so we parked the car he's like look just tell me what you've got to tell me and i'm like "Ah, mm, uh um so i really loved hanging out with you i think that you're really interesting i love our conversations but i'm not ready to date yet and he goes i totally don't think this conversation needed to happen just yet like I'm not there oh and oh, that's okay. totally fine that you're not too because you did just get out of a relationship like eight months ago but yeah we're good I was like okay great was it awkward after that? I was super awkward but he was just like he's an adult like he knows <laughs> what he wants and he was just like okay great so we're not gonna do that I'm like okay awesome <laughs> I was so nervous and he goes, what does that look like for you? And I was like, uh, I guess we shouldn't hang out one-on-one anymore. He was like, okay. And I was like, and maybe we shouldn't text all the time. We were texting all, all the, the time.
0: time. Yeah. Okay.
1: So setting boundaries. Yeah. So we set those boundaries. Proud of him. Cause he really kept to them.
0: Yeah. I'm sure he missed talking to you.
1: Yeah. You know, you just, and it took like two months for me to be like, wow, I really miss Andy. But like miss having
0: someone or talking no, to someone? No, I missed Andy. You needed to have that happen. Yeah. For you to realize like, oh, I want this person.
1: Yeah. it just like, I loved everything about him. Yeah. Initially, I didn't love the height difference that we had. Okay. He had met my mom like six months earlier. And this was before the Facebook friend thing went out so we we were purely friends okay. but I'm pretty sure he, he liked me at that point yeah. okay I'll take that back I know he liked me at that point all right Andy <laughs> <laughs> and he met my mom and he was like oh my gosh like I, I met your mom and I was like that's amazing I'll have to ask her what she thought of my little friend
0: oh. yeah I
1: shriveled up on the inside as soon as it left my mouth I was like oh no what was the reaction he was just like okay and he walked away. Like, if that doesn't put you in the friend zone, I don't know what else will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I I felt so bad, but it just came out. And, like, not that I was referring to his height. Yeah. You know how you, like, use little as a term of endearment sometimes? Yeah, like, sometimes? Oh, that's my little friend. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, it felt oh, so bad. Okay. So I really had to come back from that. But then she saw him again, and... I was like I really like Andy and she just looked at me with this like motherly wisdom and she smiled and she was like I know that you've really grown because you're not at all focused on the external you're just seeing like his heart and who he is I was like yeah he's amazing
0: and I was like head over heels by that point in time (laughs) curious because I know, like you said, at first it wasn't like love at first sight and we just walked through this whole growing this friendship with him, but what is it about this process of falling in love with a person, what is it about him that really just reeled you in?
1: I don't think it's one specific thing, I think it's a culmination of things. He's a really kind human being, Uh, he's super intelligent, very generous, Mm -hmm. he makes me laugh a lot he's silly and he always says thank you so much for just like fully loving me as I am because it allows him to be his silly self which a lot of people don't get to experience and honestly his silly side is so much fun and I think the biggest thing is that he loves me in just such a perfect way that I feel like his
0: love was made specifically for me Wow. We're like puzzle pieces. Explain what you mean by that. Like, is it, you know how they say like love languages? Our love
1: languages are very different.
0: Okay. Very different.
1: I just have always felt like his love was made especially Mm
0: -hmm. for
1: him to love me. No one's ever loved me like that. Okay. Like my parents love me and I really love my parents. Mm -hmm. But when the way he loves me, it's just so specific to me. mm -hmm. Like at our wedding in our vows, we both called it a tailor-made love. A tailor-made love? Oh, like personalized, tailored. Yeah, tailored. I just really feel like God made him to love me. I believe there's more than one person on this earth for you to love. Like, you know how people talk about the ones.
0: Yeah. Mm,
1: But I do believe that he is one of the ones. Because he
0: just, he loves me so well. God put this specific person in your life, Mm -hmm. in the way that he did, through a mutual friend and for him to be the love of your life. It's like really cool to see that journey of like how you went from being in this broken place, not that he made you whole because you were already whole to begin with, but he just added on to your wholeness.
1: Yeah, like he's never dulled my shine. He actually makes me sparkle brighter.
0: Right, because yeah. you already sparkle bright on Thank your own. You. But yeah. he adds a little bit more to yeah, it. Yeah,
1: he just, like, he he makes me better.
0: Wow. And I really love... No, I didn't meet you at a church. I don't know why I was going to say that. But Sinead did introduce me to the church I'm currently attending, which is Church of the City. And I really love that you both are very very passionate and faithful yeah. and strong Christians that I see that God is the foundation and the base of your relationship. Yeah. And that is so important because I feel a lot mm-hmm. of, at least couples I see, like lack that foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, just be, even being in New York City, you see so many couples that are out chasing different things, whether it's like yeah. fame, materialistic goods. But, like, you can see that there's something missing. Yeah, And I feel like love is such a relative word people just throw around. I feel like if you were to go down the street and ask people, like, have you ever been in love? Mm-hmm. People will be like, actually, no. Yeah. They think they've been in love. Some don't actually ever experience love. Yeah. Some people have experienced what they think is love,
1: but it's just really strong like. Love is completely 100% all-encapsulating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I know we kind of shifted away from things. Mm -hmm. But just going back to Andy, was Andy always this way?
1: For as long as I've known him, yes.
0: Wow. So I'm guessing, though, he also has a story of, like, how he became that person, too. Probably.
1: Growing up in New York City definitely molds you Mm -hmm. a certain way. There's a certain grit. I also feel like Americans in general... Really, have this like grit of go after what you want, yeah, because it's yours, you just have to go for it, and that's not an attitude that Australians grow up with. So, I think we're a little bit more reserved, we don't always say what we feel, and that was one of the other things that like took me by surprise with him is that he was always very direct, very upfront, didn't shy away from the tough conversations, he was just like. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. But never in a way that was, like, overbearing or unkind.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious, like, what are the things that you both do Mm -hmm. currently? Like, now that you're married for four years. Yeah. Well, four years in February. Yes. What are the things that you both do to... I don't want to say continue that love, because I know it never. it's always there. But things that, like you both keep doing to just really grow and flourish the relationship?
1: I will say it's a choice and you have to choose it every day. It's not something like the love we had for each other the day we got engaged or our wedding day isn't gonna sustain us today. Every morning you choose to love your person. And like for some people, it really is that, okay, I choose you. Maybe things aren't great in their relationship I'm really grateful to be at a point in our marriage where I am obsessed with him is something that we always say. He's like, oh, you're obsessed with me. And I was like, yes, I am. I love him so much and he loves me, but it's doing the little things that I used to do. Like you can't just forget the things that got you to this place. So I used to write Andy a lot of letters. And so sometimes I'll write him a letter And it just is like a little thing that just kind of like waters the love plant a little bit of like, wow, she still really does love me, making breakfast for him in the morning. Just all those little things. It really is the little things. It doesn't have to be this big exuberant act. It can just be cleaning up after him in the kitchen or making him dinner. Like any of those little things that Mm -hmm. I know make him feel loved and appreciated Mm -hmm. yeah
0: okay so just like making the little the gestures that you do yeah yeah i feel like and putting him first putting him first yeah yeah not just feelings too Mm -hmm. i think where communication gets lost between couples is they think they know what the other person wants and so they try to make them happy on their terms yeah. when that other person doesn't even want that at all. It's, yeah. it's mainly a selfish reason for the the other partner. So yeah. it's like that communication. You know what makes him happy. You've mm-hmm. probably like talked to him. You've conversed with him. Yeah. Um, and he knows what you like. Yeah, so and like... I feel
1: like that's where the love languages
0: mm-hmm. come
1: into play because the way I give love is different to the way that he gives love. Okay. And the way that he receives it is different to how I receive it. So I might give love in terms of quality time. But if that's not how he receives love, we're like ships in the night. Like, I'm not hitting the mark. Yeah. You know? We did 2020 sort of separately, but also together. So for context, in February of 2020 I had to go back to Australia to have my visa interview but two weeks later COVID hit New York and shut everything down. So from February until September 1st Andy and I were in separate countries doing long distance and then he got to join me in Australia and we had an amazing six months um, in the town where I'm from and that was really such a phenomenal time for us just like there was so much craziness happening in the world. And we were sort of hidden away in this little pocket of paradise living, honestly, what felt like our best lives at the time. Like we weren't, there wasn't COVID really in Australia at that point. Yeah. So we were like hearing about all this crazy stuff that's happening, but we're just having our own little oasis getaway. It was phenomenal. But Mm. when we came back to New York, Andy was like, okay, we're living in new york now you actually have to make a go of your life like for these past year and a half you've been in limbo because i couldn't work in america because i didn't have my visa yet and he was like and i really want us to do couples therapy and i was like couples Whoa, therapy hold up couples therapy is for people who have things that are going wrong
0: mm-hmm.
1: i was like what is going wrong with our relationship <laughs> and he was like nothing's wrong but why wait until something is wrong to fix it like we could continue to better ourselves and I think that'd be a really good idea and Wow! I was like uh, let me think about it he was like okay great so he gave me the space to think about it and I think I came from the outdated view that therapy is for people who have problems, problems. Mm-hmm. not at all I was like okay Maybe this is a really good idea. Like We wanna have a really successful marriage and I wanna love you as best I can and you wanna love me the best I can and there's nothing wrong with having someone else in our conversations to see the areas that we might not see where we can grow. Yeah, so it took me a while to come around to it. Okay. But we did couples therapy for six months and by the end of it, I was like, I don't think we need to go anymore. And he yeah. was like, I also don't think we need to go. And then the therapist was like, you guys also don't need to come anymore. Yeah. We we're like, oh, okay, great. But I was really taken aback by that. But that's the kind of person that Andy is, that he's always looking for us to be our best selves. And he's not afraid to ask for help.
0: Wow, what a true man.
1: I know. I picked a good one. You did. I didn't even pick him. He picked me Honestly, That's true. I had,
0: I had no play in it. (laughs) Mm. Okay. Now I just want to revisit the area that you mentioned when you originally, I mean, you called him a friend, a little friend, but you also, um, it's not like you fell head over heels in love with him when you saw him. No. So what advice would you give to the girls, who are single Mm -hmm. and on the hunt for a man, boy, man, in New York City. But they're just appearance heavy. You know, the physicality of someone. I mean, it's tough. That's
1: what society values these days is the outward appearance of things. Thankfully, I think there's definitely a shift happening, like with a lot more focus on mental health. People like, hey, he might look okay on the outside, but internally He's really having a tough time. So I think there's definitely... We're moving in the right direction. Let's say that. Yeah. I think you just need to give people a chance. And just be open to who the person is. And stop thinking that you're going to find the one on day one. Andy and I hung out as friends December 2016 until August 2017 before anything changed yeah and that was just like he was already my friend but we hung out and it was more from the angle of getting to know him better as is this somebody i want to date yeah like i think it's really special when people start in friendship and then allow the friendship to bloom into something more Fall in love with who they are, not what they look like. Because looks do fade. People get old. You get wrinkles. Yeah, I want to be old and gray. And he might not have a six-pack anymore. But he'll still have the same heart and mind. And that's what I'm in love with.
0: Oh, fall in love with their heart.
1: Yeah.
0: I really like that. Yeah. It's very special.
1: Because that's where the character of someone comes from, too. You know, the character of how they're going to treat you, how they're going to treat your friends, how they're going to treat your mother if they ever meet them. It's not going to be their looks, you know? Like yeah. looks don't generate anything. That exactly. it, that generates external things, but their heart is what drives their emotions, their responses, how much they love you, their selflessness, all of that. See, yeah, there needs to be a focus on the heart.
0: Do you ever look back and kind of visualize a different scenario where maybe, let's just say Andy was like the perfect, the yeah. guy that you used to like want, yeah. you know, what if he was that? Would you fall in love with him immediately? Like, what do you think I would happen there?
1: I really don't know. I like, I'm a super loyal person. So uh-huh. because I had a boyfriend at the time that he came into my world, I didn't even think about him in that way like i thought he was attractive or like good looking but i wasn't attracted to him but i'm just very much like this is my person Yep. i'm committed to this person so even if he was six foot two i don't know that i would have had a different response to him would i have maybe fallen for him earlier Potentially, but then I don't know that we would be where we are today because I probably would have fallen in love with the wrong things. Fall yeah. in love with the wrong things. I mean, he he says if he was six two, I wouldn't be able to handle him. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if that means because you would be like looking. I don't know what he means like physically by
0: Physically or like emotionally or mentally? I like, think
1: what? the whole package. The whole package. Yeah,
0: he thinks he'd be too much for me.
1: I mean, but he's already t- <laughs> he's 6'2" on the inside
0: if that makes I sense. I was about to say I think he, yeah. his personality makes him tall and big. So, and-,
1: and he's so confident in who he is. Oh yeah. he doesn't his
0: height is not a restriction at all. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I've met Andy yes. several times. Yeah. It's <laughs> like I feel like every time I talk to him, he's like a big person. Yeah. I mean, he is, he is a big person. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's yeah. our eyes that are deceiving. 100%. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, he's taller than me. So hey, it's, we all can't be five nine. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so Shanae is five nine mm-hmm. and Andy's five six. But I like so, I so. said, they you two look amazing together and it's not even the height thing. It's like your hearts are so big that mm-hmm. it just takes over yeah. everything.
1: And I think we're so ourselves too, hmm that it's just like it I don't know, like I don't see myself without him, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not. I'm not saying, like, I'm not a whole person without him, but I just, like, we make sense. Life without him is not the same. Yeah, not at all. It's yeah. Shanae and Andy. Or Andy and Shanae,
0: whichever way. I think it's so relatable, especially, like I said, for people who are, like, in this period where, you know, maybe they're friends with the guy or vice versa, friends with a girl, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, maybe there's potential, and they're scared yeah. to take any plunge but like I said really test out that friendship yeah build that friendship first and foremost yeah and if you've got a list I
1: challenge you to revisit that list and check your own heart and mind for the things that are physical things I wanted a blonde hair blue eyed 6'2 surfer probably Australian yeah I ended up with a 5'6'' brown-haired, brown-eyed, Hispanic, New Yorker. And it's the perfect fit.
0: Take out that physicality mm-hmm. and ask, is he a giving person? Mm-hmm. You know, does he take care of his mom, his family? What does he do for you? What are the things he pays attention to? Yeah, You know, what are the small gestures he's doing? Like, mm-hmm. focus more on those things because those little gestures, like Shanae said, like you said, they even like flourish in the marriage, you they know, do. and they get even bigger and... Yeah. Yeah, they do. You know, that's interesting that you said earlier. Is I used to have a list too. Yeah, i was so particular. about... I feel like all women we, do. We all have lists because we we're very mm, we we want a lot. We we, do. we just.
1: I think we've grown up with the fairy tale. Yes. we've grown up with movies, with television, and you know what? I would even guess that men have a list too. It might not be physically down on paper, but I bet you. They have a list. They have a list. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. They have Tall, a type. Tall, long blonde hair, or like short, long brown hair. Yeah, petite model. Yeah. Like, you know, curvy. No, you're right. Women, we or men, women and men, we have this fairy tale perception. Yeah. Of what we want, and I love that. Like even now, society is really testing or really pushing people to step outside of that which is good, but at the same time there's so many people that are still clinging on to that fairy tale ending mm-hmm. with the fairy tale person. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, I I was in a place where like I was very particular with who I wanted to date yeah. um when I was single. And it was a big reason why I w- things weren't working because I was like, no, he's not tall enough or no, he's not fit enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, he doesn't have a six pack or he doesn't even like to run with like yeah. little things. I was like so picky. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, but they're so like they're good people. They're nice. And I kind of overlooked that personality, which yeah. I mean, looking back, I don't regret that because at the time, I think it was something I maybe had to realize. Yeah. Um, but I will say like now it really is <laughs> the heart that I really do focus on. Yeah. And you know, if they are a Christian, because at this point I'm not looking for someone who isn't, I, you know, it's so important to me.
1: Yeah. 100%. I just think I never wanted to date someone who wasn't a Christian because I'm just like, we're not going to see eye to eye Yeah. on so many things like foundational things of how I would want to raise my children. You weren't be on the same page and like i grew up in a household where my mom and dad were still together we all went to church as a family and i saw other families who like just the mom and the kids would come to church Mm -hmm. and it just seemed like such not like a burden but maybe like a thorn in the side for the mom you know it was just like yeah i'm not doing this with my co-laborer on your list he's he's not a runner he's not this xyz yeah Andy and I don't share all the same interests. Okay. And it was actually something he, more than me, had to work through early on in our dating is that I love going to the movies. I love watching movies. I just love movies. Okay. If we go to the movies, he will fall asleep. So he's paying to take a nap, essentially. (laughs) And so he doesn't like going to the movies because he just always falls asleep. But it was a thing that we had to work through of you really love this, so we're gonna do it. And he he just knows that he's gonna go to sleep. Does Same he still
0: go to sleep? Going to the generally,
1: yes. Just it's like it's automatic nap time for him. I don't know what happens, but he goes to sleep. Okay. But because I love it, yeah. we do it. And then there's other things for him that we do, like watching six hours of football. Like, I do it because he loves it. And, Mm -hmm. like, slowly I'm getting into it more. Yeah. And I think as I'm doing more acting, he is understanding movies in a different way. It's not just about, like, watching the movie. It's understanding the story, seeing the way that they presented the story, all those sorts of, like, critiquing things. Yeah. It sort of... I don't want it to come across that we're this perfect couple. Yeah. That just, oh, my gosh, it's always sunshine and rainbows. Like, no, we were arguing... Actually, not even arguing. We don't argue. We have discussions. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That I sometimes cry in because I'm a crier and I don't know how to express myself, so I cry. And then I can talk through my feelings. Okay. Um, But we have those. And, you know, like, I love, he would call them boring foods. Like, I love a quiche. And he's like, please don't ever make that for me ever again. Like, Yeah. It was bland. And I'm like, it's not bland. It's cheesy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but we just yeah. have different backgrounds, different palettes. So there's things that don't 100% connect. Yeah. But it doesn't make us love each other any less. It kind of, you've embraced your relationship for your quirks.
0: Oh, I love that. You're yeah. yeah, well said. You
1: don't have to share the same interests. You just have to share the same like trajectory and goals. I try to remain open and interruptible not that i'm looking for love but i'm i'm like i never know who i'm gonna meet if i'm open to being interrupted by them for a conversation and since i've only like started doing that in the last two months but the amount of amazing conversations i've had like i'll come home and i'll be like andy so i met this guy he does this blah 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 and just like tell him the little conversation he's like how do you have these conversations with people and you said it off mic before about like my accent it's a little bit like it lures you in and sure I think it does people are still enamored by the Australian accent but I think it's mainly the openness that I have to being interested in having a conversation with someone like not like they're looking for anything from me it's just like hi how are you Oh, I'm really good thank you how are you I'm doing really well what's your day been like today like you know that that yeah. kinda of thing and I think the same goes when looking for your person, it's it's not shutting down the guy who says hi to you, like, straight away. Like, that yeah. could be such a cute, meet cute. Meet cute. He bumps you cute. on the train, and then you make eye contact. I don't know. I could write a movie about it, I guess. I know.
0: I feel like New York City Ugh. sets the that sets the tone for so many of these like little cute meet cutes so like, many movies you see on Netflix and Hallmark. Yeah. And it's like, does it actually happen in real life? I'm Surely sure. it does. Surely it does. Because
1: even in Sydney, Australia, where I had given up on being swept off my feet by this amazing human being like that I would love for all eternity. It happened and it was better than I ever dreamt it was it was better than I ever dreamt it would be because I was open to it looking differently like instead of like fitting a cliche it was better than I ever expected Mm -hmm. and that came out of just giving Andy a chance like not even with the intention of this could be my one oh my gosh just getting to know him as a person and then I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah.
0: You are everything. Wow. After Jesus, of course. Of course, of <laughs> course. No, and to just to wrap on things, I'm a firm believer that God really does have a plan for yeah. each season in your life. And yeah. some seasons might be for your singleness time yeah. um, to get right with Him or even to get right with yourself, you know? That is so, so important. So it's like... No, also just be in tune with like this current season you're in maybe this is a season for you to focus on yourself yeah and then when you're ready when that next season that next chapter comes you'll be ready to really embrace love yeah in the sense that you are challenging yourself to think beyond the physicality and really see into someone's heart and I think that's so special um, that we get to have those opportunities and like you said be open yeah give people chances hundred percent people oh. are worth it. Absolutely. All right, Shanae. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks
1: for having me. This was fun.
0: I know this was a great conversation. And can we all say that Shanae should definitely start a podcast? Cause your voice is incredible. Maybe not a podcast, but
1: maybe I'll like send my voice reel to one of those meditation
0: apps. And I'll yes. just be like,
1: and breathe. It's going to be a great day. Would Something like-, like that.
0: Yes. Would you like to close it out?
1: Okay. What do I say
0: in your, in your meditation voice? Oh, okay. Thank you for listening. And
1: thank you so much for listening to Grace's podcast. Uh, I've really enjoyed being a guest on this podcast.
0: Was that good? (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. Thank you. That's a wrap. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next and final episode in this series where I cover another episode into the Falling in Love series. This time, I'll share falling in love with fitness and building your own brand, with a special guest, of course. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in!